everyone, I'm Mel. Hey everyone, I'm Rob. And we're So Where Next. We should get a new intro. What are you going to say? I don't know, it's my comfort zone saying that. <laughs> but, you know, we should get Hi a everyone, new intro. I'm Mel. Hey everyone, I'm Rob. Follow us at So Where Next World. Done? Good? Really good. Just no, slipped right that no. on in there, oh, no? What we could do is start in the middle of... I could edit it so we start in the middle of a story and be like, find out more later. Throw in the music. Boom. Hey, you should totally do that. It's All like right. a teaser. I've heard, I listen to some podcasts that do that. Mm-hmm. And some YouTube videos do that as well. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should do that. What are you watching on YouTube? Um, normally just comedy sketches. How to fix your hair. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> joking. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 so the conversation there was I got my hair done in Spain and I wasn't very happy with it. So then I got it redone in, uh, in London, which is super expensive, but it was like a 30% off deal. So I got it done. Still not happy. It's just coppery and bad. So now I've just got bad hair and I'm conceding defeat with bad hair. <laughs> I feel so bad. You told me that in confidence. <laughs> just aired it out. Now everybody knows. <laughs> it looks my great. Bad no, hair. It looks fine. It looks fine. I mean, I've, I've seen pretty bad colours and styles in London. I mean, yeah. Thanks. So mine's a little bit better than that. Yeah, of course. It looks normal. <laughs> Thank you. It's normal. Yeah. It's crap. But anyway. <laughs> so this one's all about you because last episode it was all about me. <laughs> That's true. I enjoyed that though. That was quite fun. <laughs> it was just a monologue. <laughs> it was great. So this week we are talking about Malaysia mm-hmm. and Australia. Oh, and two and one. Okay. Why not? Bank for your buck. Nice. Not that you pay for this. <laughs> but bank for your buck nonetheless. So Malaysia is such an incredible place. Um, we So really fun tip. If you ever want to travel to the other side of the world, I highly recommend stopping off somewhere in the middle for a couple of days. Really helps with the jet lag. Like mm. so much. Really helps with the jet lag. So on my way to Australia... We stopped over in Malaysia for four days because I'm like, I can totally be jet lagged by the beach. And then when I see my friends and my family, then I'm awake and I'm like spending quality time with them and not wanting to sleep. So that was good. So we went to Malaysia and went to Kuala Lumpur, KL, for just one night. It was incredible. The city is so cool because it's so... I, I've never been to New York, but it's kind of what I would picture New York to be like, okay. but like more Asian style, okay. like a Thailand version of New York almost, where there's like... Massive skyscrapers, big bright lights, um, shopping centres are open all t- um, hours of the night, food markets, it's just busy and it's happening, it's so much fun. Um, and really cheap, super cheap. I think for like £5 I had three course meal and a beer. Wow, that's it was, really good. It's incredibly cheap, um, Malaysia, it's so incredible. So, highly recommend going to Kuala Lumpur. But then we also went up to a, an island in the north that's pretty much close to the border of Thailand. It was called Langkawi. Now, I'm not sure if this is a hidden gem or a lot of people have been there before. But it's just, yeah, as I say, an island up the north. And it's really family friendly, to be honest. Um, I only spent two days there, but I highly recommend spending at least four or five days there. What did you do? So it's very much resort living, very tourism based, but not too touristic that it loses its culture and its values. So it was, you know, you stay in these really nice villas, again, super cheap. Um, you got your swimming pools, you've got your beaches, you've got your swim up bars to get your cocktails. Nice. So it's very resort. 
but there's a lot of family activities that you can do as well so there's lots of water sports so you can go like parasailing paragliding you can get on a jet boat yeah what are those things called the I did the hand, kind of like the motorbike for the water. What are they called? Jet skis. Jet skis. Jet skis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's jet skiing and then you can go um, zip lining as well. Um, fun fact, it has the highest and longest cable car. In the world. In the world, yeah. I mean, not good if you're scared of heights. No. Are you scared of heights? No. Oh, brilliant. So you'll be fine. <laughs> I say that now, but no, I don't think so. No, it was pretty cool. Um, and it's like the longest cable as well. So, and you go right to the tippity top and then there's a big bridge and you can see all of Langkawi and I think it's 100 islands all in the water. Wow. I've, I've heard like Indonesia's got hundreds, mm. hundreds and hundreds of islands, but yeah, Malaysia too, I guess. Yeah. It was so incredible. Um... And there's like treks for hiking and you see lots of waterfalls. Um, but the one thing I loved about Langkawi the most, apart from how cheap it was and you could get a taxi anywhere for like £2, was on the side of the road going up to the mountain, there's monkeys. Oh, no way. Nice. Actual little cute baby monkey. Well, I'm not sure if they're babies, but they're tiny little monkeys. And like I saw one, I was like, oh, is that out of place? But how cool is this? There's a monkey on the side <laughs> is of the that road. Out of place? <laughs> and then I see like a family of monkeys on the other side and they're all playing and they're all happy. Aww. It's really cool. Just like in the movies. <laughs> yeah, just like in the That's movies. That's pretty cool. Like, do they come up to you or anything? Or No, they're like the squirrels of London. They run away. Ah, okay. Yeah. You have that kind of effect. Oh, okay. Cool. Ha ha. <laughs> squirrels come up to me. <laughs> the squirrels do. Yeah, I've been sat in. Yeah, fun fact if you want to like have squirrels come up to you, go to. Um... Kyoto Garden in Holland Park. Oh yes, I've been there. It's so amazing. It's amazing. It's just oh, I love it there. Um, Holland Park is is that South London, Southwest? Uh, West London. West London, okay. South Kensington, High Street Kensington, that kind of place. Nice, um, really nice area. Really nice area. Um, yeah, that's the one place that you can sit and like the squirrels can like. I've got pictures of where they like, came up on my leg and. I was going to let it go further. I was actually, you know what? Your claws are kind of digging into my leg. Just, just back down a little bit. But... So the squirrels around here, even... So today, I was walking to work. And the squirrels are always running around, always scattering around. They're always trying to escape from people. And it's like they don't want to be seen. Mm. So there was a squirrel on the fence. And it was just looking so cute. And it didn't move. And I was like, I can... This is my day. This is my <laughs> one time I can get a photo of a squirrel. Here I am. Oh, dear. But he lingered. Like, he stayed there for a good couple of seconds i was like yep i've got my phone i'm ready for this and he ran <laughs> oh no and they're so quick he knew what you were gonna do he was like one for the gram mm, not today nope <laughs> it was for the gram <laughs> <laughs> not today so okay so you got to see so you got to see the monkeys but you didn't get to see them like you didn't get to they didn't touch you i guess it's probably a good thing though yeah i'm not sure if they're yeah they're yeah. wild they're wild so they're i don't wild. know if i wanted them to touch me or not but i've seen or i've heard stories where Oh no! I've, seen, I've definitely seen videos of where like monkeys in Thailand, somewhere or somewhere else in Southeast Asia, go up to people and like just take their stuff. Oh yeah, their bags and their food and like they become smart. Oh, in India, India as well. Mm. I saw a David Attenborough um, documentary about My that guy. when he was. Oh, who doesn't love David Attenborough? Dave, Dave, how mate? Honestly, um, everyone would be in. A, it would be a day of mourning if he ever dies. Let's not go there. But, Let's just not go there. <laughs> but you saw a documentary in India where... Uh, yeah, David Attenborough was doing, like, um, the big cities. And I'm, I think it was somewhere in India. Um, and, yeah, it was, like, the, the life journeys of, like, the, the monkeys yeah. and what they do in the big concrete jungles. It was really interesting to see. And, yeah, they stole people's stuff. 
Especially their food. <laughs> it's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. But they got to survive, right? Right. Um, so, yeah. So, that was on the way up the mountain. That was on the way up and down the mountains. And then we just spent some time with getting, like, nice massages. <laughs> because, again, it was so cheap. So, we got, like, um, I think it was, like, the equivalent of £40 or something. Um, like a three and a half hour full body massage, body scrub, spa, and sauna, and a facial. Why did you come back? I know. I was like, <laughs> I could live here like a queen. <laughs> it was incredible. It's it was. So re- I really highly recommend Malaysia for a stopover if you are traveling to the other side of the world, or even for like a week holiday. It would be the perfect mm. place to go for an entire week because you won't get bored whatsoever. Um, and the food was that like? Oh, amazing. Like, proper Malaysian, Southeast Asian cuisine, and it's it's my favourite food. And everywhere you've got the satay chicken, um, a lot of seafood, if that's what you're into as well, um, lots of street food. But also, like, with every city, there's always the high-end areas, and then there's, like, the street food, which, I mean, whatever you're after. Exactly. We went for the street food, because I love a good bit of Asian street food. Um, but then, obviously, you've got all the, you know, like, McDonald's and whatever else, if Southeast Asian food isn't your, your cup of tea. Nice, nice. Did you go anywhere else after Langkawi? Langkawi. No, then we flew to Sydney. Okay. And then I met my baby nephew for the first time, and he's the sweetest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm slightly biased, but he's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Finally, though, because it's been a long time coming, right? Well, yeah, he was nine months old when I finally got to meet him. But I think it's kind of always it's kind of cool that I got to meet him at that age because nine month old babies that's where they start to interact a lot. You know, he's not talking, but he's saying like dad, 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 mum, mama. Um, he's crawling and he's learning how to walk. So we have got to like go on little walks together. <laughs> Bless his cotton socks. He had like his legs aren't ready for walking yet, so it's kind of like a drunk baby. He's just like oh, swaying everywhere. <laughs> But he was sweet. It was really sweet. And it's so crazy to see how much love a baby can bring into a family. Like, I've got a very strong, very great family and we're very close. But then to have this baby just to enhance that even more, it was just so nice and so good to see. And obviously my brother, I knew would be a great father. But to see him in action, like, completely exceeded my expectations. He was just incredible. And the mum and... Anyway, I'm talking too much about my family because no, no, they're so amazing. That's fine. I remember on a few episodes ago, you um, we were talking about how you had the the shoes that you were going to take to your nephew, and then baby said, Nikes, baby Nikes, and then you said you had like different uh, presents from different places that you'd been to. Yeah. How did he find the gifts? Uh, well, he loved the little football I got him from Barcelona, um, Barcelona Stadium, um, but I think. <laughs> His favorite present was actually a present he bought me. Oh, right. So as I arrived, they um, gave me a welcome home balloon. Oh. I had it for two seconds and it was the baby's. <laughs> like, he just loved that balloon to pieces. And all week while I was there, like, that was the one thing he wanted was that balloon. I was like, mate, you've got presents from, where have you got presents from? From Turkey, from Spain, from Italy. You've got presents from London. You've got presents from all over the world. You want a balloon? <laughs> <laughs> what? Something's not quite right. <laughs> That's awesome, though. So I remember that you said the reason you went to to Australia is because you wanted to. No, you had a wedding to go to. Right? I did. How now was it? the wedding was incredible. So we um we were in in uh, Australia in January. It was Australia Day weekend actually. So like late January, um, and poor Australia had a heat wave, 
And when I say heat wave, I don't mean like 30 degree heat wave. I mean 39 degrees, Whoa. 40 degree heat wave. But it was quite nice. I liked it in a way because it just felt like a good summer. It just felt like home in a way. So we'll in Sydney for a few days. Um, and if you ever go to Sydney, I love my city and I always thought Sydney was home. But it's kind of changed a lot lately. And I think, not to get too political, but I will, uh, I think it might have something to do with the state of the New South Wales government lockout laws at the moment. So basically, <coughs> excuse me. Long story short, a few years ago, we had a spate of violent drunken attacks mm. um, in, in Sydney during, like, it was the nightlife and lots of people got drunk and there was, like, fights and what we call king hits, which basically is, like, a hit from behind that can basically kill you if you get it in the right spot. It's terrible. So because of that, the government wanted to crack down and they introduced um, times where the bars had to shut and times where the bars had to stop serving alcohol and times where... Everyone has to be out of the bar. And I'm talking like 1am at the morning, you've got to go home. Mm-hmm. Which, imagine being in Spain, but like, go home at 1. They're like, I've literally just finished my dinner. This is quite Exactly. Hombre. Que pasa? Que pasa? So because of that, the nightlife has really dwindled in Sydney and it's really sad. And now they're targeting live music as well. And I just... I really felt the difference in Sydney this time I went to the the previous time a year ago um, to the point where I went out for dinner with um, two of my really good friends and to be honest the wine was super expensive at the restaurant so I'm like let's just go to a bar or let's go get a nice cocktail somewhere so at nine o'clock we finished dinner it was 9 30 before we could actually find a bar because everything was closed at 9 30 at night on a Wednesday Imagine that in London. Oh, would not happen. It wouldn't happen. Um, and then we finally found one, but they were closing in half an hour. They were closing at 10 on a Wednesday. Should have brought a bottle and gone home. I should have done. But yeah, so it was a bit, yeah, Sydney nightlife was quite disappointing this time. But hopefully there's lots of protests and people are against all of the, I guess, the, the nanny state regulations that we've got at the moment. So hopefully it will pick up again soon. Yeah, I can kind of see, yeah. I don't want to get into it, but I can kind of see why they've done what they've done, right? But how does it... How do we avoid this in London and all around Europe and... But don't forget, we've got our own issues here too. Yeah. Aside from, like, Europe. I mean, like, just closer to home. Anyway, let's not get it. We do, but, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so Sydney was great, but a bit quiet. Mm. Um, and then we had to go, uh, We had my friend's wedding, so it was five hours away. So we went for a five-hour drive south. And one thing I never appreciate about Australia is how big it is. It just, it is what it is to me. But when I had um, my boyfriend in the car who, he's been to Australia before, but growing up in Europe, he just, the, the size of the, the, the space was incredible for him because it was, we drove for five hours. So we started in Sydney, which is give or take in the middle of New South Wales, if you look at it straight on a map. And we drove five hours south. And we were still in New South Wales. <laughs> we were still in the same state. And we didn't even cover half of the state by driving for five hours. Um, but it was nice. So we like had the windows down. But it was felt like an oven, to be honest, because mm. of the heat. Um, music was on. It was brilliant. Just driving in the, the sunshine. Nice. It was great. Um, and then my friend's wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. And again, I think coming home from Australia. I think if I was in Australia, I wouldn't have appreciated it as much as I did 
coming back home because it was stunningly beautiful. It was on a farm. It was underneath a beautiful tree. Um, the reception was incredible, but I think I appreciated it that little bit more coming back again because it was so very Australian. Mm. And if I was in Australia and lived there as an, yeah, if I lived there for my life, I would appreciate that as a beautiful wedding and I would appreciate like it's an Australian wedding and it's incredible. But coming back, I'm like, it's that much more incredible, if that makes sense. I I can get you. I can see what you mean. There's like little things that the Australians do. I don't know what it is, but there's like, I guess, certain traditions that we just kind of do without thinking about it. And it was just nice. So, for example, um, we had, yeah, so it was on this big farmland. There was cows and alpacas or maybe they were llamas. I'm going to say alpaca. Okay. I could be wrong. Um, There was... Yeah, the alpacas in the um, the uh, like around the ceremony, and they had a dog there, and you know people were sharing each other's stories, and it was just such nice. a beautiful day, and it was underneath a gum tree, so that they're, they're these beautiful. I think there's you've got some over here, but they're these beautiful big trees, and I think koalas can um live in them. It's just very to me, it's so very Australian. Um, so yeah, it was really lovely, and it was by um the wedding reception was on a farm, but. The area was by the beach, so it was nice to go and, yeah, chill by the water. Um, but we went to go for a walk because we wanted to. There's this thing called like the horse's head rock, and basically it's a rock shaped as a horse head. But to get there, you got to kind of like trek through long grass, and I didn't quite know how to get there. And trekking through long grass in Australia really sets off alarm bells for me. <laughs> so I don't know what's in that grass. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it could be a snake or it could be something worse, and I just don't know. So I'm trying to brave it through this long grass and I like you hear rattles and whatever else. I'm like, it's just a bug. It's just a bug. It's just a bug. And then I saw this scaly reptile. Oh my gosh. And I was like, it's a snake. <laughs> and I, of course, froze. I was terrified. It was only a lizard. It was fine. But after that, I'm like, it's just not worth it. No. <laughs> Can't do it's it. Just, no. Wow. Well, huh, scary cat. <laughs> yeah, I totally no, was. I'm joking. I would have been the same. Totally wrong. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't even get me in the country, so no. We are going to get you into the country, Rob. You are coming (laughs) to Australia. I mean, no. Actually, I haven't told you, though. You have some friends in Australia. I do. You do. I do. So some of my friends, Mm -hmm. they were talking about our podcast, which is really nice. Shout out to them all for listening. Thank you, and I love you. Thank you very much. (laughs) The first, some of, most of them, the first thing they would ask me is, so who's that guy you do the podcast with? What's Rob like? (laughs) (laughs) He's crazy. He's stupid. (laughs) And they said very lovely things about you. Yeah, sure you did. They totally did. They're like, he's so nice. He's... Aww. <laughs> One thing I was like, I was like, yeah, he's so really nice. He's a gentleman. He's great to his mother. Like, we totally can get that from this podcast. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Aww. So um, you've got some friends in Australia. I'm totally blushing right now, but you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dog skin. Yes. <laughs> so now you've got to go to Australia and I, meet your friends. I, I mean, a Skype call can be arranged, you know. No, I'm saying no to that. I'm vetoing that idea. I think you just get over to Australia. Okay, okay, okay. At some point. At some point. In I mean, my life. you've got some friends. I'll take you around. And hopefully, Sydney's nightlife would improve. You've got my mum who will cook and clean. Uh, cook and clean. Cook and care for you. Yeah. To be fair, she'll probably will do your washing. <laughs> she does that. I'm not the kind of guy. <laughs> okay, at some point. Yeah, yeah, at some point. Maybe I'll hop on that London to Perth flight or the London to Sydney when yeah. it eventually arrives. Um, my brother will protect you from spiders. But the, all the other things. Protect you from snakes. Okay. I'm He's down. brave. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, after the, so after the the wedding was the first week, right? Did you have like a little road trip or like 
visiting stuff after. So, yeah. So after we went to the wedding, um, we went to Jindabyne, which is a small country town. Um, it's probably a six-hour drive south from Sydney, two-and-a-half-hour drive south from Canberra, if you know where Canberra is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to Jindabyne because that's where Lake... Um, uh, where Mount Kosciuszko is, and that is the highest mountain in Australia, and it's one of the seven um, summits. Oh. So we trekked up there, which was incredible, such an amazing experience. Um, it took about six hours round trip, and that's because we took the second hardest um, route. Do you say route or route? Oh, oh, oh that, don't Can say worms. Don't say route. No, don't say route. Don't say route. Okay, route. Route. All right. You know in Australia, root means something else. Oh, does it? Yeah. Safer podcast or not? Um, it just means um, when a man loves a woman. Okay. <laughs> birds okay. and the bees. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, root. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so every time you've got, you know, your English um, cricket player, Joe Root. Oh, giggle. He's like, hey. <laughs> root. <laughs> You're going to get from me to, no, okay. <laughs> So yeah, we went um, for a walk and it took like six hours because we went the hard way up the mountain and then the easier way down the mountain because there's a different, <laughs> yeah. there's a number of different ways you can go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Trying nice. to avoid saying the word now. Well, hats off to you guys though for taking the, the hardest one or like the second hardest one. Yeah, That's well fun. I was like, we've jumped to the other side of the world, we are getting to the top of the mountain and we're going to go for an adventure. And it was amazing, it was incredible. And we were my auntie, so we had like six hours of just time nice. that's it there was nothing else to do but walk and talk and it was brilliant nice. um so if you ever do go to australia anyone who ever goes to australia or even if you live there i highly recommend doing the kosciuszko walk it's just incredible and jindabyne is such an amazing town it's very quiet it's very incredibly australian um community you know everyone knows everyone you've got your local pub mm. it's brilliant it's just nice to get away and go there and it's like such clean fresh air you're selling me on this idea. Oof. Brilliant. Selling me on this idea. Yeah, you you should definitely go. Maybe. Um, and then I go spend some time with my family, which was delightful. Very nice. Do you have some photos? No, I, mean, I not do. Family, we need to share it on our um, on our social pages, which we've kind of neglected over the past couple of months. Yeah, I mean, we could have... I mean, I know that we talked about having like a cross-time zone podcast episode, but I... I just thought, you know what, I want Mel to enjoy this holiday because you've deserved it. Like it's been a while. So. Thanks, Rob. Not that it's been a while since you jumped, but you, yeah. Oh, okay. that's nice, and it was good. I just really just wanted to do nothing when I was there. I don't know. Being an expat, a lot of expats would get this. Is sometimes you're just so busy, and you know life is busy. And then as an expat, you want to see everything, so you want to travel a lot. So life is just always busy. And then when you go back to see family, you just want to do nothing with yeah, them. Just you just want to be, yeah. So it was nice. Um, so yeah, that was Malaysia and Australia. Very nice. Travel tips, stop over for a couple of days in the middle, really helps with your jet lag. Stop over somewhere relaxing as well, you know? Mm-hmm. That way you can just sleep on a beach and get a massage or whatever you want to do. <laughs> Flying over, always, 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 always. If you get the window seat, it's easier to sleep, but do it on the shortest leg. The long said, you always want to get an aisle seat or sit next to someone who's on the aisle seat, like if you're traveling with someone, because the bathrooms, mm. it makes it so much better. Yeah. Where would you sit in the plane? Um, on one leg, I was by the window, but it was the shortest leg and I slept through because we flew out London nighttime. So I was meant to sleep anyway. Yeah. 
Um, so the window made it comfortable because you can put your head on it. Um, and then the longest flight, oh, I was so annoyed. Another tip, don't be a jerk on the flight. And if you snore, sort it out before you jump on a flight because (laughs) I was sitting next to quite a burly Australian man. Some might say overweight. I'm just going to say unhealthy. Okay. Wow. He was an unhealthy Australian man who really liked it. You know the the people like the man oh, spreaders. Oh mate, those yeah. Those guys like you get them on the tube, you get them on the train. The ones who spread out, you're like, mate, you don't need that much room. And your not only was his arm over my armrest, it was touching me. I was like, mate, go away. <laughs> and not only was he man spreading. He snored like a freight train for a solid eight hours. And I had a game plan because I didn't want to be jet lagged. So I was like, go to Malaysia, sleep it off, relax. You won't be jet lagged. You'll be set. Then on the flight over from Malaysia to Sydney, get as much sleep as you can. So you're like ready to go. Because I'm ready because I'm going to see my family for the first time. I'm excited. We're going to like be in the city together. We went to Sydney and we, we had a day planned. Yeah. Because good old Aussie bloke next to me with his arms spread and he's snoring freight train noises. Ugh. I got no sleep at all. And I got off the plane and I was just delirious. <laughs> I was like, I was grumpy. I was like in another world. So another travel tip is don't be a jerk. Yeah. The, the last Aussie I met before I met you. Well, I'd already known. I mean, we're all great. Yeah, no, you are great. Um, <laughs> was when I was in a hostel in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Walked in, and they, they were just, they were so lovely. There were a couple that had been traveling around Spain and Europe and whatever. Uh, and then there was like a, a, a Kiwi that came in as well. So it was like... Could what? you tell the difference? Kind of, kind of but not really. <laughs> um, so it was just like a, a really nice mix of, of room. And I kid you not, like this guy snored so badly. <laughs> it was like someone was just, just bulldozing the house. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I wish his wife like told me, like get some earplugs because... I was just, I was not ready. I was just not ready. It was just, oh, it was the worst. It was, yeah, sleep just didn't exist. Mm. Sometimes you just got to let it go. Like, I'm not going to sleep tonight. And that's okay. Yeah, I thought he'd like roll over and it'd be okay. Nope. And did you get to the stage? I felt very British in my politeness with this was because I was so angry at him. And in my mind, I was thinking really nasty thoughts about this man. Okay, I don't go that far, but okay. (laughs) And then really nasty is, you're a bad person. (laughs) You're keeping me awake. You're a bad person. You are a bad person. <laughs> this is what's going on in my, my yeah. mind. And I was like, just wake him up and tell him you're snoring. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to interrupt him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do that. Interaction. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Confrontation. <laughs> it's like being on the tube. No eye contact. Nope. <laughs> do not give eye contact. <laughs> um, so I didn't... I know, I just, just... Because I was like, if I wake him up and tell him he's snoring, he's going to go back to sleep and snore again. But if I don't wake him up and tell him he's going to snore, mm. or he's snoring, then he's just going to keep snoring. You know what you need? Noise cancelling headphones. That's exactly what I needed in that mm. situation. I, I'm pretty sure that you still would have heard this. I mean, oh, okay. it was a bulldozer, a freight train. Still I really mean, just... it reverberated. You can... Oh, gosh. Oscar worthy. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where can people find us on social? Good question. Uh, so where next... Dot world. Oh no, man. Dot life, dot life. Oh no. On social, there is no dot life. Oh. On Instagram and Facebook, it is at Sowhere Next World. And our blog is. At Sowhere Next dot life. Yes, very good. Rob looked so proud when he said those as yeah, well. This, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Until next time, Rob. Until next it's time. It's been lovely Rob. chatting.